Hello, my name's Jack. And I'm Rich. And welcome to this week's Premier Skills English podcast. Where we talk about football and help you with your English. We recommend that you listen to this podcast on the Premier Skills English website because that's where we have the transcript, language examples, activities, quizzes and a discussion page to help you understand everything we talk about. However, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can leave answers to our questions in the review section. We do read all the reviews and would love to hear from you. In this week's podcast, we're starting a new mini-series of podcasts that focus on English and tourism. In these podcasts, you will learn lots of English connected to the things you need to do when you go on holiday. These podcasts will also be really useful for those of you who work with tourists in places like hotels and restaurants and need to speak English. For the next four podcasts, we're going to be speaking about the English you need as a tourist, the English you need when you go on holiday. We'll be introducing lots of words and phrases we use in hotels and restaurants. We'll look at the type of language you need when you have a problem in these types of places. We'll also look at the language you need when you're sightseeing in a new place and visiting museums, churches and castles. All of the language we use is going to be helpful if you're planning a holiday as a tourist or if you work with English-speaking tourists. But it will also be useful for those of you who want to improve your general English too. And there will always be a football connection or two. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the language you need when you're checking into a hotel. The language focus will be on phrases we use at the hotel reception when we first arrive. You will hear a role play at a hotel reception. The role play will be in four sections. And after each section, we will ask you to stop and think about the situation and the language that's being used. After the role play, we'll have a task for you to do, which is when we ask you to use your English. We'll have more about your task later, but basically, we're going to ask you to tell us about a hotel you've stayed in. And don't forget to listen to the end of the podcast because we have another football phrase for you to guess. But before we look at all that, let's look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear it last week, we'll give you one more chance to guess and give you the correct answer at the end of the show when we give you a new football phrase. The phrase was... In football, this phrase means the scores from two matches added together. In the Champions League semi-final, Barcelona won the first leg 3-0, but Liverpool won the second leg 4-0. Liverpool won by four goals to three... Well done if you got the right answer last week. A special well done to Lyubomir from Ukraine, El Ghul from Algeria and Legawang from China who got the phrase exactly right and wrote the answer on the Premier Skills English website. 
We'll tell you the answer to this football phrase and we'll have a new one at the end of the show. Remember, if you get the right answer and write it in the comment section on the Premier Skills English website, we will announce your name in next week's show. You are now going to listen to a role play. You're going to hear a hotel guest, that's me, and a hotel receptionist, that's me. The guest is checking into a hotel. You'll hear the role play in four sections. After each section, we'll ask you to think about the conversation and we'll talk about the language we use. While you listen, we want you to answer a question. The question for section one is... What's the problem with Rich's hotel booking? Good afternoon. Welcome to Hotel Football. How can I help you? Hi there. Yes, I have a reservation for a double room for three nights. What name is it under? Um, Rich? Uh, surname. What surname did you book the room under? Ah, of course. Yes, it's under Jones. J-O-N-E-S. Richard Jones. Ah, let me just have a little look. Hmm. I can't seem to find anything under Jones. Did you make the reservation through us or online? I did it online. I only booked the room last night, so maybe you don't have the information yet. Hmm, no, sorry. I can't seem to find anything here, and I'm afraid we're fully booked tonight. Did you get the answer to the question? What's the problem with my hotel booking? The problem is that you don't have a reservation. The receptionist can't see anything in the booking system. Let's look at some important language in this section. Let's look at the words booking and reservation. These two words mean the same. A booking or reservation is an arrangement with a business such as a hotel, a restaurant or an airline to keep something for you. You book or reserve a hotel room. You can book or reserve a table in a restaurant or you reserve or book a seat on a plane. And you make a booking or you make a reservation. You might make the booking online or make the reservation on the telephone. When the receptionist says, how can I help you? This is when you tell them that you have a reservation or booking at the hotel. In the conversation, I said, I have a reservation for a double room for three nights. You might be asked a question like, what name's it under? Or, in what name? You just need to give your name or the name of the person that booked the hotel. The receptionist might specifically ask for your surname. Your surname is your family name. I think it's quite important to know about room types too. In the role play, Richard booked a double room. This is for two people. But you can also book a single room, twin beds. You might need a triple room or a cot if you have a family. You might even book a suite. We have more of this vocabulary on the Premier Skills English website. You'll now hear the second section of the role play. While you listen, we want you to answer a question. The question for section two is... Is it the hotel's fault or Rich's fault that he doesn't have a room? 
Let me check my emails on my phone a second. I'm sure I have a booking number somewhere. Yes, here it is. I've actually already paid a deposit too. Half the amount with the other half to be paid at the hotel. Ah, yes, I can see that. Hmm. One second, Um, I just need to speak to the manager. I'm really sorry about that, but there seems to have been a problem with the booking system and your room is double booked. So you don't have a room for me? No, I'm afraid not. The hotel is fully booked tonight. We can call around some of our partner hotels to see if Did they you have get a the room answer at to a the similar question. rate. Is it the hotel's fault or my fault that I don't have a room? It's the hotel's fault. Your room was double booked and the hotel is fully booked. Those are two useful words. Double booked means that a company has promised something to two different people at the same time. This can happen with things like hotel rooms and seats on aeroplanes. Fully booked means there are no places left. A hotel, plane or train can be fully booked. However, when we sell tickets for an event or performance like a film, concert or football match, we usually say sold out. All the tickets have been sold. Another useful word is a deposit. In the role play, I said that I had paid a deposit when I made my booking. A deposit is some money that you pay at the beginning of a transaction. You pay the rest of it later, usually when you receive the product or service. Right, let's listen to the third section of the role play. While you listen, we want you to answer a question. The question for section three is... Is Rich happy with the hotel's offer. I'm sorry, but this is not good enough. I've paid a lot of money to spend three nights in hotel football. It's right next to the stadium and I have tickets for the match on Saturday. I don't want to travel from another hotel that's miles away. Yes, I totally understand, Mr Jones. Let me look at the booking system again. I really hope you can find something. There is one other room available. It's one of our luxury suites. I'm really sorry about all of this. Let me see how we can fix this right away. One moment, I'll have to talk to the manager again. Okay, Mr Jones. It looks like one of our luxury suites is available for the next three nights. So, we'll be able to upgrade you. And how much more will that cost? There'll be no extra charges. The double booking is our fault. The suite also comes with views of the pitch, so you'll be able to watch the match from the comfort of your hotel room. That does sound really good. Our pleasure. And sorry for any inconvenience or this Did you get the answer to the question? Is Rich happy with the hotel's offer? Yes, I'm very happy. A luxury suite, very nice. Yes, you complained and you were given an upgrade. You were very lucky. An upgrade is when you're given something of better quality than what you've paid for. This usually happens in hotels and on planes. It's never happened to me. 
No, I don't think it's that common to be upgraded, but I think it only usually happens on planes and in hotels. And it can be a noun or a verb. You can be given an upgrade or be upgraded. Right, let's listen to the fourth section of the role play. While you listen, we want you to answer a question. The question for section four is, what does Rich have to pay for? Your room is on the fifth floor. Here's the card for your room. The lifts are just around the corner. Is there anything else I can help you with? Mm, breakfast? Ah, of course. A buffet-style breakfast is served in the dining room on the first floor between 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock every morning. And is there Wi-Fi in the rooms? Yes, there's free Wi-Fi throughout the hotel. Here's your password and the instructions on how to get online. And is there a gym in the hotel? No, there isn't, but there is a sports centre just across the road. And as a hotel guest, access is free of charge. There's a gym and a large indoor pool. Oh, and my car is parked outside. We have a car park. There is a small extra charge. You just need to drive around the back of the hotel. The lifts in the car park will bring you straight back into the reception area. Great. I think that's everything. Okay, Mr. Jones. If you could just fill out the registration form, your contact details, name, address, and contact number, and so on, um, then we'll be all finished. There you are. And could I have some form of photo ID, please? Um, a driving license or passport would be perfect? Of course, here's my passport. I'll just make a copy and give it straight back to you. Here you go. Thanks. Can we charge your room and any extras to the credit card you paid the deposit with, or would you like to use a different card? The same card is fine. OK, we're all done here. Enjoy your stay. Did you get the answers is it to the question? What does Rich have to pay for? I have to pay to park my car. The receptionist said there was a small extra charge. A charge is the amount of money a business asks for something. It can be a noun or a verb. The sports centre is free of charge. It doesn't cost anything. And the Wi-Fi is free, so there's no charge there. We used charge as a verb in the role play when I said, can we charge your room and any extras to the credit card you paid the deposit with? Here, the word charge again means to ask for money for something. OK, we've looked at lots of language connected to checking in at a hotel. On the podcast page on the Premier Skills English website, we'll look at these phrases in a little bit more detail. There are more explanations and activities for you to do on the website page for this podcast. It's totally free of charge. And you'll find this lesson on the homepage under Skills Listen Podcasts. This week, we'd like you to write about a hotel that you've stayed in. Tell us where the hotel was, how long you stayed, what type of room it was, what the food was like, what facilities the hotel had and whether you had any problems. Remember to use some of the phrases you have learned in this podcast. Write your hotel reviews in the comments section at the bottom of the page 
on the Premier Skills English website or in the review section on Apple Podcasts. The final section this week is our football phrase. The football phrase this week is... The phrase means to keep playing and never stop until the referee stops the game. This phrase is also good advice because if you stop, the game might continue and the other team could score. This is difficult. The key word in the phrase is the item the referee uses to stop a game. That should help you a little. Let's see who can get it right. If you know the answer, write it in the comments section at the bottom of the page. We will announce your name in next week's podcast if you get it right. We also need to give you the answer to the football phrase we set at the beginning of the show. The answer, as you may already know, was on aggregate. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Bye for now and enjoy your football. Football.